Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey everybody, welcome to... Super Mega Cast episode 78. It's a big one. We've been planning it for months. We're so excited. Um, okay. Um, first up, we just wanted to say thank you for being great. Num- task number two. Please report any crime or any suspicious persons you see hanging around the facilities eastbound of of Compton, please. That's where our studio is located. Compton's gotten better over the years, but it's still pretty scary sometimes. Yeah, actually, believe it or not, we do record this podcast in Compton. Yeah, we just... You know those little cigarette stands where they're... It's only... They're, like, secluded. They're not actually part of a building. It's just, like, a five-foot building. We record in one of those. (laughs) Because they gave us a deal. And it's like, okay... You guys can record your hit podcast in here, and we'll give Ryan free cigarettes. So look at that, guys. We got a, we got a great deal. It's a prime piece of real estate. Could not be more happy with the location. <laughs> we record our podcast in a cigarette booth in the middle of Compton. I have to say, man, that'd, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty, like, cozy. Like, those little, those little like, cigarette stands look pretty comfortable. Like, that'd be nice just to work in one of those. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that the those have such a high risk of being robbed because, like, what security is on that? It's literally just like a... Essentially a cardboard box filled with cigarettes in the middle of a parking lot, you know? No one's going to mess with us. And every now and then it's just like you just hear like a knock on the window through the like in the podcast. And we're like, oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> can I get some? Um, <laughs> can I get some uh, Newports? Palma, Palma Orange, please. Hold on, guys. One second. Yeah, sure. It's going to be uh, it's going to be 575. Hold on, guys. There's a line. One second. Oh man, what a what a what a wonderful life that would be, dude! It's I a wonderful life. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like if everything goes wrong on this podcast and just in in general, I could just go work at one of those little like tiny little cigarette stands. Not even stands. Like, it, it's literally like a like a five foot by five foot building. It's like the smallest building you could imagine. Um, and it's just like in the middle of a parking lot or on a street corner. I love them, man. We should buy one, dude. No, okay, forget getting, like, new apartments or, or getting a house or whatever in the future. Let's just each buy one of those and then renovate it so it's, like, just a, a one-bedroom a one house. Like, sleeping bag. Lego can sleep on top of me. He can curl up on the far left side of the of the little shop. Yeah, dude. You could, I'm sure you could fit, like, a nice uh, gaming computer in there. Oh, yeah. Like, a little, a little chair, and then... I could put an... Like a, a little monitor on the ceiling so I could play Xbox. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'm not joking. That'd be a really fun project to take one of those and try to, like, renovate it into your own little house. 
I don't think you could, but it would be an interesting project. Well, I'd like to try. Guys, I'd like to try. So uh, we're, we're going to do it. 2018, that's Matt. my goal. My name's Matt. Um, my new art project is going to be revitalizing this part of town and making it more expensive for poor people <laughs> so they have to move out. So, um, But it's cool because I like the aesthetic of being poor without being poor. What's up, guys? It's Matt, the gentrifier Watson. <laughs> Today, we're going to be gentrifying Compton. But legitimately, like I, I understand like gentrification, honestly. It, it makes neighborhoods better, but it's essentially kicking out a whole class of people. And it's also, uh, it's, it's, it's essentially just making, it makes it just so fucking expensive, dude. Like I yeah. can't, like it's expensive as fuck. Like I, I, I'm like looking at places around LA, um, like areas that used to be really bad that became gentrified. Like they're too expensive to afford. Like it's because these, these, these hipsters come in, Ryan, mm-hmm. these dang hipsters, these millennials, fucking they hipsters. drive the prices up to an yep. apartment, like $3,000 a month. And I'm like, oh, how yeah. am I supposed to afford that? How are, how are you supposed to afford that? Well, I'm trying and you know a good way for us to afford a good apartment would be to do brand deals, such as Keeps. Fellas out there, you know, you don't want to lose your hair. That's a scary thought. But but maybe, maybe there's something that you can do early on to keep yourself from losing that hair later. Hair loss isn't just your papa's problem. It happens earlier in life than you think. By 35, two out of three men will start losing their hair. But hair loss is actually easy to prevent. If you get started early. Introducing Keeps a new company offering a simple, clinically proven, affordable way to stop hair loss. Guys, you want to keep your hair, right? Well, with Keeps, it's easier than ever for guys like you to keep that hair. It offers the only two FDA-approved hair loss products, clinically proven to keep that hair of yours. You can sign up online in five minutes, and it's half of what you pay at the pharmacy. It's so easy to get started. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of that sweet, sexy hair of yours. A licensed doctor remotely reviews your info and gives you the right prescription, all without ever leaving the couch. Nice. Within two to three days, a three-month supply of your treatment will arrive perfectly packaged at your door. Wow! Stop hair loss today, the easy way, with Keeps. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash SuperMega. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash SuperMega. That's a free month of treatment at Keeps.com slash SuperMega. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. Man, oh man. If I were Logan or Jake Paul, I definitely want some of that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's move on to another topic. So Ryan, mm-hmm. you're growing your hair out, correct? I am, yes. I'm at that stage where it's awkward if this falls over my ears. Yeah. I have to, I have to now tuck my hair behind my ears. I don't think it looks bad, though. I think that looks good. Yeah, Tucker said that yesterday. He's like, well, the good thing is it doesn't look bad. I do need to probably thin out my hair. Your hair is you got you got big hair because you have such thick hair. You got that thick Middle Eastern it. it's hair. It's thick as fucking shit. Man, like, dude, that is especially thick as in the shit. back. Look at this shit. Starting dude, the me, can, I, can, I ram, can I run my hand through that? If you want to. Damn, dude, that's thick. Feel my hair. Feel how thin my hair is. Damn. Yeah, that's like. Damn. Okay. Yeah. For those of you who are wondering, Ryan has very thick <laughs> hair and I have very thin hair. So now you can imagine touching our hair and know exactly what it feels like. We have a hair hair feeling fan meetup in Echo Park. <laughs> 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 oh man, let's do that, man! You get to reach into a box and touch our hair, and then you have to guess, wh- guess which one it is. That hair's thick. That's Ryan. Huh. Wait, they owe some homeless guy. With they his open dick it in a up. Box. It's just like they've, just like some of the fans have been stroking some homeless dude. Oh, this feels so nice. <laughs> He's like a nice guy. He's like he wandered into the box, wondering what's going on. A hand reaches in, starts giving him a hand job. He's not like. 
He's not like, whoa, oh man, I gotta get a hand job from the from these weird people. He's just like, oh, whoa, what's in this box, dude? Like, if I if I what's wandered into a box and started getting a hand job, I'm not gonna whoa. stop it, you know? Oh, hand jobs are great. You know what else is great? What? Going to the movies. Going to the movies is pretty great. I could just see like. We're at the like, like people are reaching in the box and like touching, touching the hair. It's like, oh my god, that's Ryan's hair! And then we show up and we're like, all right, guys, who's wearing this? <laughs> no. What are you guys doing? We should do that. We should do a, a hair touching fan meetup where people can come touch our hair. Would you guys show up to that? Let us know in the comments. What are you doing, Ryan? He's going huh. crazy over there. What's I just had a thought. What's what? Movie theaters suck. Movie theaters do. There's something like charming about movie theaters that I like. I love going to. It's like you the love, experience. You love the thought of going to one, but whenever you go. Okay, yeah. I, when's the last time you were at a movie and someone wasn't a dipshit? Mm. I can't remember. Well, since There's I go least... with Ryan every time. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know. There's so many instances that stand out. Like uh, when I saw Moonlight, I went uh-huh. and saw Moonlight by myself. Oh, yeah. Is that the people that are like, Oh yeah! When, the, when they kissed, these two guys sat down in front of me, and I guess they didn't realize it was like a like a gay movie. And then when when two men started kissing, they both went. <laughs> it started looking around. They both started like looking around uh, frantically. I'm like, not gay. Oh, that's oh, gay. That's gay. And then they both got up and left. And so I was like, like awesome! Something. Now I can enjoy the movie more. <laughs> Every movie I've been to so far, there's been some dude talking behind me, or yeah, that's pretty much it. There's always someone talking directly behind me. What I've noticed more so in California than anywhere else in movie theaters is people will pull out their phone and just start like texting and going on Instagram, not even trying to hide just the phone. Just scrolling through They'll Facebook. They'll just like just have like, it right in front of their face scrolling through and they don't even make an effort to hide it. And I've I've never noticed that like outside of California. Yeah. Maybe that's just my luck, but I feel like, I don't know. Since I've been in California, I've noticed people will literally just pull their phones out and just start like scrolling through Instagram during the movie. And it's like, what do you, you're, you paid to be here. Whoops. Other people paid to be here. I know, and that's the thing is like you're not the only person that paid to be here. Like other people paid to be here too. So maybe. Well, you they don't care. It's all about them because yeah, they're it number is. one. It is. They're number one. But also, I don't think. No, that's that's not an excuse. Ever. I was about to say. Well, some people probably just don't get theater etiquette. Yeah, like when in the beginning of every every fucking movie in every goddamn theater. It says, please turn off all cell phones. Switch them to silent. There will be no texting or talking That's true. during the movie. That's true. And people are like, oh, that's just like a general thing. That's like when they say don't go swimming after you eat. Even though that's a myth. But <laughs> it's like, they. I just don't understand. It pisses me off to no fucking end when someone talks in a theater. Because it, it just, it takes me out of it. And I don't want to get up and report them to the theater people. You don't want to be a snitch. Well, that's five minutes out of the theater. Five minutes, a lot of shit can happen. What if I miss the best scene? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah, exactly. I hate getting up during a movie because it's like if I have to pee really bad during a movie, I'm like, man. like I usually just hold it until I'm yeah. like torturing myself. But, but, but then I hate it because then it's like then you can't fully focus on the movie. Yeah. So it's like, OK, do I get up and potentially miss a good scene or do I just slightly distract myself for the rest of the movie with my, my full bladder? Man, I got You know, what we got to start doing. We got to start because theater etiquette is so bad around here. It doesn't matter anyway. We can start bringing like piss bags to the movies yeah. and just like start peeing in them during the movie. People aren't going to notice. Okay. And if they do, it's just like what? It's it's you know, people don't really care about theater etiquette. Old people have those. They 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 tape them to their leg and they and they pee out of a out of a out of a tube. A catheter. T- Let's get catheters, dude. Let's do the catheter challenge. And then and then like someone will accidentally bump into their pee bag. It'll burst and run down their leg. Ooh. Does that? I wonder if that ever happens. Because I'm sure, that's that, happened once. That's got to be a terribly embarrassing thing. And if that's happened to anyone listening, we're sorry. That sucks. But uh, seriously, for those wondering, um, uh, you know, when you when you talk in theaters and you think you're being quiet, you're not. Even when you're doing this, do you understand what a silent room does to sound? It amplifies it. That's why movies are. You know, movies are loud, yes, but it still doesn't drown out people that are right next to you. If you're, if you're, like, the way I whisper in a theater, I don't do this. Because that's still projecting. It's probably hard to understand me, but I'm just like. I hate that. I hate it so much. I I can't help it. But if I'm going to talk in a theater, I have to talk like that. I can't, I, I don't want to be that person. You know what's a better solution than that? Let's just bring a tin can phone to the movie theater. Let's make a little tin can phone. And, I, and we can just, you just cup it to your mouth. And it's like, hey, Ryan, uh, what do you think about that scene? And see, people won't be able to hear it because my mouth will be in the tin can. So the sound won't travel through. It'll only go through the string to your tin can. And then you can hear it. And you'll go, oh, man, that scene was really good. I liked it. What about this scene right now? And I'll say, oh, this scene's pretty good, too. I'm just remembering, like, there's this recent showing of a movie that Tucker and I went to go see. And uh, this person in back of us just kept, they, they were a comedian. They were with a girl, and they were trying to impress her. Oh. And to impress her, that meant um, being an asshole to everyone in the theater. When I heard his voice, when I heard him going, he, he, there was a point in the movie where this, the male character was giving this speech on behalf of a female character. And then the female character was like, oh, my God, he's standing up for me type of thing. And during that scene, the whole time, the guy was going, Man, she's just thinking, I want to suck that dick. I want to suck that dick. I'm going to suck that dick, son. Man, look at that face. He was saying that? Yeah. He was just saying that at the volume that I'm currently saying that. He just kept going on and on. And it was a really funny joke. And so everyone in the... See, here's, here's the thing. Whenever someone's talking or trying to make a joke like that in theaters, nobody usually laughs. Have you ever had that? Like you're at a premiere, someone will like talk out loud and just be like, 
let's say, Rocket Raccoon from the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He, um, no, that's a, that's a bad example. Let's say the new horror movie comes out. And people, it's fine to talk and hoop and holler in horror movies because they're a big fun time opening day. Say something happens in the horror movie, uh, like uh, a cat a, a cat dies. Someone yells out in the theater, "It still got eight lives, right?" <laughs> and then like no one laughs, and they're like, <laughs> and then they laugh hard, and then their friends laugh hard to make him feel better, and it's like this big thing of like, <laughs> "I'm funny." That's a bad example though, because that would make me laugh. Would I, it make you laugh? Yeah, that one would make me laugh. Yeah, because I said it in that me. voice. I'm sure if someone was just like, "Meh." Are like, you a dick in movie theaters? No, I'm not a dick in movie theaters. I go to movies with you. You know I'm not a dick. Occasionally. You don't go, we don't go that often. Well, it's just because you see way more movies. I, I see movies I want to see, and you see most movies. Yeah. So, I don't have movie pass, so I can't... I, I, don't wanna, I, I guess I don't want to spend $15 on a ticket for a movie I don't really want to see. You know? Well, you could pay nine ninety five for a movie that you do want to see. With movie pass, yeah, that's true. I could because you'll could. save money. I don't know. I just feel like I don't see enough movies to one movie. That's true. And then it's then it's worth it because then you you'd have saved five bucks. That's true, man. Shit, and that's cheaper than going to see one movie a month because movies are like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, like sixteen seventy five. Yo, uh, movie pass. Maybe you should sponsor us. Yeah, even though I've called you out probably multiple times on Twitter because <laughs> your customer service is shit, but. I like your service. It's good service. So far, until you fuck all of us over. Hey, in the comments section, ah, remember when MoviePass was only nine ninety five and they didn't hike up the price to $20 a month without warning anybody? That's going to happen in the future. I'm calling it. Ryan's calling it. Although I think they do have to disclose a price hike. I, I wonder, think that's a legal thing, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I wonder <laughs> if there's any... Uh... I wonder how many things we've called on like earlier episodes of the podcast that we've just forgotten about but have completely come true. <laughs> There's got to be at least one. There's definitely something we called on earlier episodes, like some obscure thing, and then it totally happened. Yeah. I have a feeling. We've called a lot of things. Do they always come true? No. Probably 99% of them don't come true. But who knows? You just, you just got to th- throw shit at the wall. Maybe some of it will stick. Yeah. Maybe the things just haven't come true yet, you know? See, so technically we're still we're still we're still in the in the gold, dude. Any news? Any like recent news you've read that's interesting? Recent news? Um, well, we woke up to a to a tsunami warning the other day, but it was <laughs> oh, yeah, but it, but it was like not not a, it was kind of like a false alarm. They were I, like, I can tell you, I never I never thought that living in Glendale, I would get a tsunami warning. I, I was know. Like, I mean, I understand because we're we're technically close to the coast. Yeah, we're in Los Angeles. But at the same time, it's not going to fuck with us. So. Yeah, but it just goes out to all of yeah the whole coast. But it, it was just because there was like an earthquake in Alaska, and then they called it off because they were like, nah, never mind, there's not, there's not actually a tsunami warning. Don't worry about it. Which, that was nice, but that's a weird warning to wake up to. I was like, huh. It's better than waking up to a missile warning like the people in Hawaii that... That would have scared the shit. I'd out have me, to dude. take it seriously. I wouldn't be of like. Of course, Ooh. it says in all caps. This is not a drill. It says ballistic missile like incoming. This is not a drill. I'd be like, well, shit. What? <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Like, if right now our phones went off and we got an alarm saying like Los Angeles ballistic missile threat, like what would we do? Where would we go? Would we try to find somewhere underground or like <laughs> like a parking garage and go underground or or just stay I- recording this podcast because we love our viewers so much that we are willing to risk our lives for them? We could record it on Facebook Live. 
Yeah, that's hey, true. Hey, we're Facebook Live. A missile's going to kill us all soon. We're going to be famous because not many people are probably Facebook Living the event of nuclear holocaust. But but make sure, go ahead and subscribe to us and see if you can get us to 500,000 subscribers before uh, we die. That'd really make us happy. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That'd be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Dude, let's fake it. Okay. Let's call in like a fake missile alert and then Facebook live it while everyone's freaking out and say, get us to 500,000 subs before we die so then we can quickly get to 500,000 oh, subs. Oh, you think that we'd actually get to 500,000 subs? Oh, I think so, dude. I, I think mean, we're, we're, we're about 90,000 away. We can do it. You guys are like, thank you so much, all of you. The growth lately has been fantastic. And to all the new people listening to the podcast that have never listened before, Thank you for tuning in. We hope you uh, enjoy, and thank you for supporting us. I, uh, I hung out with our boy Ethan. Ethan? Not, not H3H3. You might know him as, on YouTube, Crank Gameplays. Crank Gameplays. His name is Ethan, if you haven't heard of him. He's a real nice fella. Uh, we, we walked up and down Venice Beach, Santa Monica Boulevard. We did, though. Um... And uh, we we went to this like Mexican place to eat, and the waitress there couldn't have been more disassociated from what was going on and what her <laughs> job was. It's it's like other other like it was like chill, so like the waiters could wear what they want, but it was like, hey, uh, are you are you guys ready to order? It's like, yeah. Uh, no, no, we were like, no, not yet. She's like, okay, um, I'll be back in 10 minutes. Y'all decide. 20 minutes later, she comes back. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Uh, wh- what do you want? And I'm like, uh, can I get a refill on my water and, uh, some tacos? She's like, okay. 15, like about 10, 15 minutes later, like she comes by again. Like, hey, can I, can I get that refill on my water, please? She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. As I was leaving, I don't think Ethan noticed, but I was like, have a good night. And I think I surprised her because she just went, have a good night, like right in my ear. Like as I was turning, <laughs> I was like, ah, it made me jump. It was just this, just this, just experience with just someone who obviously was not with it. Dude, maybe she was on uh, illegal narcotics. Maybe. A lot of people are on those. In fact, right afterwards, we were walking out of the restaurant and there was a dude outside uh, looked like one of them pot smokers, and he, and he asked me verbatim because I have not heard this terminology in a long time, and I thought it only existed in the '90s or early 2000s or you know '80s possibly. He was like, "Y'all got some chronic, chronic." I was like, "What?" Like I was like, "Oh, um, no." He's like, "Y'all don't smoke that chronic, man." Like, uh, n- uh, n- we're fine, dude. Thanks. I uh. I forgot that that term existed. I forgot chronic was chronic. a term. The chronic, dude. Bro, you want to go smoke some chronic with me? Dude, I'll smoke some fucking chronic with you. Where did that term even come from and how did it get so widespread? Chronic? I don't know. I'm calling it chronic from now on. From now it's on, a, it's a nice no more weed, no more pot. It's chronic. We got to bring it back. We're bringing back dude, chronic, Dude, you have guys. any chronic? Yo, y'all want to go smoke some chronic tonight and watch <laughs> Kangaroo Jack? Oh, my uh, God. That's great, man. But when we were walking like uh, along the Venice Beach boardwalk, I saw like we saw these apartments, and I'm thinking, how fucking expensive are these apartments? And he he guessed ten thousand a month. A month. I said five thousand. So right here, Ethan, I know you're fucking listening. 
we're about to see who was right because we never looked it up. All right. Are you ready? Look it up, dude. Okay. Look it up. How much? How much apartment? Sano, Sano, Venice Beach. Let's see what the average is. Those apartments down there. Anything near the beach in L.A. is going to be super, super expensive. Let's see. How how much you at? Huh? It's that beachfront real estate, man. Yeah, I like how they're not posting price. Man, I really wanted to find out who was right and who was wrong, who was closer. Well, that was climactic. Fuck, what? I look up how much apartment Venice Beach Boardwalk. <laughs> Google's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> when when I type questions into Google, I don't speak in a complete sentence. Oh, yeah, I don't either. I just speak like a baby. Because like this is like, how much apartment Venice Beach Boardwalk? Dude, I do the same. I, I wonder like... Because those words are filler. Yeah, they're filler words. Like if if I if I'm looking up like like uh let's say I got a prescription and I need to know like how long I need to take it, I'll be like, how long prescription take? <laughs> or like like if 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 I'm looking up like uh the ingredients for like a, a cherry pie, I'll be like ingredients cherry pie. Like you you don't need to type. But I like uh, like adults, like a lot of like older adults will type like, what ingredients do I need for a cherry pie into Google? <sighs> we'll type the full thing. Yeah, it's just like, um, how long should I cook a cherry pie for when you just need the type, how long cook cherry pie? Or just how long cherry pie. It's, it's, it comes up. It's just keywords. Yeah. Google is only focused on keywords. You don't need those filler words, baby. No. I, I love how, uh, I also like how older people type. How they'll use like one finger on each hand and they'll yeah. stare at the keyboard and they'll like search and then click it like one by one. What's that called? That's called the the hunt and peck. What the is hunt that? Hunt and peck is that? I, I forgot what it's called. There's like some term for it, but there's like a lot of people that type like that. And I also noticed a lot of like older people when they use phones, they'll hold their touchscreen phone in one hand and then with one extended finger like tap the screen like that. Have you noticed that? I like, can't. I don't. Like a lot of adults use their phone like that. Oh, where, like this. They're, yeah. I, and they do the whole thing we're talking <laughs> yeah. about where they hold it far and they're looking down. They're just like, hmm. They like, they hold it at an angle and then they like tilt their head up but then squint their eyes down. Like, hmm. Man, I wonder if I'm going to be like super blind when I'm older. Because I mean, my vision's already starting to go at, at, at 21. So, uh, like, I don't know. I had perfect vision my whole life. And then just out of the blue when I was uh, 20, it just was like, hey, no, no longer. Bye bye. And then it uh That's it so to weird bad. to me. What? How just like I was so unaware of that even being a possibility. But my dad talked about it. He's like, Yeah, I started losing my vision at twenty three. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, it just happens to you. Like it's like it's like you'll have perfect vision and you'll never have a problem, and all of a sudden it's like you'll start losing it. Like, fuck. Yeah, like, that's, I, that's happened to me. Can I is there like a eye exam I can take to find out right now on my phone? Dude. No. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's gonna be an app. And it's gonna be it's gonna be called the eye exam app. Just go to a just go to an eye doctor and be like, Doc, how good's my vision? No, Matt, I want you to be my doctor. Okay, I'll be your doctor. Okay, um, I don't I don't want to take this eye test on the podcast, but I'm going to take it at some point. Okay, dude, and I'll update. People. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. I, I I feel like like you seem like you have pretty good vision. You like 2015 or you, you 1520, one of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like you got like. You, you 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 seem like a guy with some pretty good vision. I can just tell by looking at you. I'm just looking, and everything's so clear. Like, wh- how do you notice you start having bad vision? Because you said you didn't really even notice until you uh, put on glasses that were your prescription for the first time. Well, I did start to notice, but, like, I didn't – the thing I didn't notice was how bad it was until mm-hmm. I put on glasses. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, what do you – like, for example, what are some things that I, sh- I should be looking out for in terms of uh, losing my vision? 
just if things start getting blurry. It just depends if you're nearsighted or farsighted. Like, see those action figures up on that shelf up there? Yeah. I can't even tell what those are. Those are so blurry to me. And then I put on my glasses. Actually, I still can't tell what those are because they're weird dinosaur things. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> they're still super you made, blurry You made me, me scared for a second because you're like, I don't even know what they are. I'm like, I can't even tell what they are. <laughs> they look like lizard dinosaur things. Yeah. But, okay, I, I can't read. Um, okay, actually, I have a test for you. Okay. Okay, leave your glasses. My glasses are off. Awesome! I'm far away from the mic and I'm talking. He's standing on the other side of the room? Yeah, okay, Matt. What color is this person's head bandana? Blue. What color is this person's head bandana? Blue? One was purple. One was blue. Yeah, okay, I could I couldn't see that then. It just was all it was it was a big blur to me. I'm wondering, like, put on your glasses and could okay. you definitely tell that this was purple from a distance? Yeah, 100. percent I could tell it's purple. Okay, but okay, that okay. Yeah, that's purple. That's purple to me. Let what me. You are we just gonna play with action I know, figures? I know it's purple, but I just want to see. Yeah, that's definitely not blue. Okay. Yeah. So, I feel like I'm fine. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, the easiest, the, the test they do at the eye doctor is like, uh, the test they do at the eye doctor is like they, you know, where you have to stand against a wall and you have to cover up one eye with yeah. that weird spoon thing. And then you have to like read the chart, you know, you got and you got to like read the smilers when it, I used to be able to do it perfectly, like 100%. And then it got to a point where like I got to the bottom half of the chart and I was like, I, I can't even read that. I'm not going to try. When I was a little boy, I used to like to show off. I tried to go as fast as possible, and I and I'd get it right. Dude, like, yeah. you know, you know, the eye doctor was just like, "Oh shit, this guy's awesome." My eye doctor was like, "This boy is so sexy to me now." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's got to love everybody. That's he's not a true. He's got to treat everyone equally. Doctors don't. He's got to love his patients just as much as he loves his children and wife. If he's if he's willing to save their lives. What if that was like a stipulation from your doctor that you have to love your patients well, as how, much as you love? How many cases do you think where a doctor you, a doctor gets handed a patient? If that patient were that doctor's wife or husband, would that person who died have lived because the doctor would have worked harder or, you know, there's that extra incentive? Ooh, I don't know, man. That's like, tricky. That's I, I feel like that is a good question. I feel like. Our, uh, uh, ask, ask Reddit. Our doctors are if 
Doctors, do you think a patient that died in your care would have a better chance if they were your wife, child, or husband? Slash family member of sorts? I think that's just like, I think human nature, though. You want to like nurture and care more for the people that you care about. But I'm also wondering, like, it's like, ah, we did everything we could. But was there a was there a possibility? I mean, there is a possibility that they could have saved the person's life. That's what I wonder. When but. doctors say, like, we did everything they could, <laughs> it's like, in no way am I downplaying that doctors try. Yes. But I wonder, like, is it possible to have <clears throat> saved that person? Yeah. Because, of course, with some cases, there's, like, nothing you could do. Um, Where it's like, for for us, it's, it's like, um, one of our errors would be like, fuck, um, forgot the, I, I took the animated this week. It's going up. 10 minutes late type of shit. Yeah. Or it's going up a little late. A doctor, oh shit, I was supposed to give this uh, <laughs> this patient, the, you know, it's just like the mistake, a, a small mistake a doctor makes is is more than ten a 10 minute late let's play or, <laughs> or Game Grumps animated. And it's like weighing those two things. It's like when I fuck up, I feel horrible and I get this sudden rush of anxiety and my the rest of my day is fucked in terms of, I guess, just mentally being sound because yeah. I just have this beating heart and I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I fucked up. Cause I feel sh- like shit. I mean, it's oh, my yeah. job. And I, and I, and I try to catch things and sometimes my stupid brain doesn't, or, you know, I'm, I don't know. Mistakes happen. Unfortunately, you know, that's just the way life is. That's the way it is. Especially when you're editing as much as we are not to give an excuse, but like when a doctor makes a mistake. Ooh. Well, that's the thing is like when you make a mistake with our job with editing, it's You just like, get a bunch of angry fans. Yeah. And the thing is it's like it's it's very stressful, but I can't imagine the stress like that a doctor would face for messing up cuz like our job um if you mess up, it's not the end of the world. But there are jobs where if you mess up, like that is the end of the world. Like, like if you're a heart surgeon Bring or a it brain back to surgeon, Hawaii. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, did you also hear about the the Hawaii missile alert? The governor couldn't <laughs> alert people forgot sooner because Twitter he forgot pass- his Twitter password. Oh, uh, so stupid! I had no idea. Even though this is super old news by now, of course, and it's still old news when we're talking about it. But it's still an interesting thing that happened because. You you saw how their system works. It's a drop down menu, and there are two options. And one is missile alert test and missile alert. So if someone and there's no like click it, are you sure you mean this one? It's just you okay. click it, and it's like okay, yeah, exactly. And it's like who in their fucking right mind sets that shit up? Is that how it happened? Like yeah, <laughs> they were gonna do a test, and then they clicked the wrong one. Yes. Oh my god, that's how, awful. Like you, that's a that is. It is it it strikes me when Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, name pretty much any fucking social media website has better security than a system that alerts our nation of impending nuclear disaster. <laughs> yeah, because like blows my fucking mind. That's that's so funny to me. I wonder. Do you think that guy got fired? Yes, the guy that pressed the wrong button. One hundred percent. Ah, uh, poor guy. Dude, that guy has to feel awful. Like, in terms of, like, fuck-ups at work, like, that guy's probably just like, oh, man, I really messed up. I'm not mad at him, but I but I will say that uh, I wouldn't trust myself with that job. I know for a fact that if I had his job, that would have happened way sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, uh, oh, shit. Oh, uh-oh. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I go on my personal Twitter. Hey, guys, I didn't mean it. Sorry, that it's fake. Don't worry about it. Then people people start going, 
Ryan accidentally said a ballistics missile alert. Don't worry, guys. Famous YouTuber. Famous YouTuber. <laughs> Accid- Funny Let's Player accidentally <laughs> triggers nuclear missile alert. Oh, man. Like, they haven't done a test in L.A. yet for, like, ballistic missiles. We haven't gotten, like, a test alert yet, you know? Yeah. I'd like to see that. We get those Amber Alert texts all the time. They're not tests, though. Yeah, when, when, someone, when, someone, like, uh, when someone steals a kid, we get, our phone goes, whoop! Okay, you get an Amber Alert for when a kid goes missing, but do you ever get an Amber Alert for when they find that kid? No, you never know. That's an open end. Like, I hate that. That's why, like, when I go on Reddit and shit, and I see a GIF or I see an article about something like that that happened, and there's no follow-up. And I have to search for it. Like, there was this recent article of this woman that just went missing, and I couldn't find any information of the resolution of it. Like, to find the resolution, it wasn't like it was going to be posted right then and there. It was just, I had to go searching for it. Be like, okay, this person in this area, this, you know, this person went missing. I want to figure out exactly what happened. It's not like a national news story when someone goes missing. But it's just one of those things that it interested me because I became invested because I read about what this person's job was, the situation that it entailed. And it turns out they were just found at a Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. okay. That She just she just uh, was missing for a few days. I'm sure people, I don't know if it was some sort of fugue state or whatnot, but she was just, she was at some Chick-fil-A. Well, like, I, I feel like a lot of times, like, people don't really give a shit about the resolution if it's boring like that. You know, like, that's probably why it was hard to I still want to know what happened. Yeah, I, I just want to know the ending. I feel like people, like, just don't really talk about it, though, if it's boring. They're like, oh, she's fine in Chick-fil-A. Okay, well, that's, uh, it, it's, it's more fun if it's a mystery. It's just like, <laughs> it'd be like, oh, my God. The little girl was dismembered into several parts, and he made artwork out of her blood on the walls. Versus, oh, yeah, they found her. She's she, fine. She, she was just she was eating a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, she's fine. She's just having a Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like, what story is, would you rather, not rather, but what story is more enticing to, to read about? Like, like what, what jumps out at you yeah. more, you know? Which, but, it, and like, which like, says something, but. It, oh, it totally does. Um, and, and what I think is like, what, what is so crazy to me, because I used to go like, look these up these mm-hmm. cases the cases of people that just vanished with no trace and were never found again that terrifies me because you're like what happened where did these people go there's so many famous cases of people that like just one day out of the blue just out of thin air just poof gone never find them ever not a trace there was this one case where it's like this woman she had a husband and like two kids had a chill suburban life and one day she just went missing it, for months and like she just disappeared off the map, gone completely. No one heard from her again, her kids, her husband. It turns out she was like depressed and I think she was vulnerable and like possibly getting into drugs. And then she started befriending homeless people and they were like, just leave your life. Come with us. And she, she just went to be homeless and left her family without telling that. Like, what? It, yeah. There's a story I read about on Reddit of this missing, Whoa. of this like just missing woman because it was a, uh, it was a thread all about, um, people who went missing who just go missing on their own and decide to just disappear. Like, how easy is it for those people to disappear, and how many of those people just decide to disappear and leave a life behind? And that was one of the stories. And I was like, that's crazy. Fuck. That is like a pure mental breakdown. That's yeah. insane. Did you did you do you think it would be like if you wanted to go missing? Do you think you could pull it off without, like, a single trace? Like, if one day you were just like, you know what? Super Mega's no fun. I'm, I'm just going to go missing. And you just decided to poof. 
think you could do it? No, because people on just people would, you know how YouTube fans are. No, I mean like, in I'm talking about like you if you like wanted to vanish out of like real life, like just go away into non-existence. No, like if if you wanted to. No, what I'm so, saying is though there would be someone out there that would see me, like like a fan or something, take a picture from afar. Is this Ryan from Super Mega? And then someone goes, wait a second, that actually is Ryan from Super Mega. I think you could pull it off. I think you just have to go to like a town in the middle of Nevada. I mean, I could pull there. it off. Just be like, all right, I'm missing now. I don't know how I'd make a living, but... You could, uh... I could just move to that small bumfuck town, um, what's it called? That's near Area 51. Rachel? Back eight. Rachel, yeah. You Rachel just grow Nevada. potatoes or something, dude. Make money off of that. Yeah, law enforcement's only 45 minutes away. Yeah, so see, no one, no one's going to find you, man. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. What about, did you ever hear about that family? Like, it, it was a mom, a dad, and then they had some kids. And one day, they just upped and left their house. And the last footage of them was them crossing the border into Mexico. And then they were just gone. And then they were found like two years later, buried in the desert. What? Yeah. What? My numbers might be off on the time frame of that, but did you ever hear about that? No. Like, uh, this family vanished, and when they found their house, hold on, let me let me let me look this up real quick because there's some. Uh, yeah, no problem. Just just uh, look it up, my bro. This is this was crazy. Yeah. Okay. The McStay family was an American family found murdered in the desert near Victorville, California. Okay, so they were found in California, <coughs> um, but they disappeared from their home in Fallbrook, California, on February fourth, twenty ten, and then they were found three years later. Uh, buried in the desert, um, and uh, oh, okay. So there was an update. They 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 arrested someone that was uh, his business partner um, and intended to charge him with the murders. Yeah, but these guys just like this family just um, got in their car and just left. And then there's footage of them crossing the border, and then they weren't seen for three years. And then they were just found dead, buried in the desert. Like that's crazy. And and they also left so quickly that it said like. When police got there, there were like bowls of food out on the counter, like the TV was on, stuff like that. Like they had, uh, like they they, just, they, they just left got quick. Up, yeah, like holy shit. I wonder if they, I wonder if like they were involved in like drugs or something. That that's what that sounds like. Like they were wrapped up with some like cartel thing, and then they suddenly had to leave because someone was after them. Yeah, like that's all I can think of. Why else would you just suddenly... sounds like a Breaking Bad moment? And then you get found that's, that's, buried that's, in the that's desert. One hundred percent, like a yeah. Walter White, yeah. Skyler White. Yeah. And especially being buried in the Breakfast desert. white. Ha-ha. <laughs> dude, high five. Breaking Bad just turned 10 years old. That's insane. A decade, dude. A decade old. Breaking Bad's a decade old. It's an old show. It doesn't feel like it's an It old doesn't. Show. It feels so new. Oh, man, that's crazy. What a good show, man. I love... I need to rewatch it. It's been so long now that I feel like I've forgotten enough about it where I can, like, sit down and rewatch it and fully enjoy it again. I honestly feel like I'm almost there. For me... I think 2019 is the year I watched Breaking Bad again because I haven't watched it since I watched the finale. Really? When the finale came out, I have not seen a single episode since that. And I, because I've just been letting it just kind of sit. Because I remember there are moments that I still remember, but I don't know. It's just it, nothing's like the first time watching it. I know, I know. But the thing about that show to me is it's so good and the rewatchability is like so high that yeah. even if I did just watch it, I feel like I could watch it again and get as much enjoyment out of it as before. 2019 is my year to go through Breaking Bad again. You know, I think I'll do it in the second half of 2018. Yeah. I'll give it a little more time. Won't think about it. Let these I thoughts slip from my it's head. It's almost there. But, you know. Yeah. I feel like the seasons that are, that's darker to me are like two and three or like three. Yeah. Three's like, 
I know a lot of stuff that happens in those seasons, but I know everything that happens in season one, six episodes, simple. And we all know what happens in the first and second half of the last season because it's just, oh my God. Oh man. Such a good fucking Such a good rush. Show. That show is awesome. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that have never watched it, but all they hear is people raving about it. And they're mm-hmm. like, God, I'm so sick of this. Just like, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I always hear everyone, you know, telling me to watch it. Like, you need to watch this, you need to watch this. So I will, eventually. I'll get around to it. Yeah, get ready to be disappointed. Yeah. It gets stupid. Is it just towards the end it gets stupid? To me, to me it gets stupid. Because Game of Thrones, I'm not, I'm not, all, I wasn't always a big fan of like Lord of the Rings or medieval type of fantasy movie stuff. Yeah. It always I, seemed, I'm not either. It just was goofy. I just generally wasn't interested. And then I watched Game of Thrones and I'm like, oh, I like this story. The characters are fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up things are happening, things I didn't expect. And I'm like, oh, this, it's actually a decent show. And then um, uh, it, it started, as I, I've talked about this before, it started kind of going the whole Walking Dead route where it just started getting, it's, it's starting to get a bit ridiculous. Yeah. And even though the budget is higher, I feel like they focused more on the characters when they didn't have that budget because... They couldn't show the battles. It was more of like dialogue scenes between characters. And now there's still those dialogue scenes, but now it's focusing on an army of dead. Really? Um, uh, just medieval d- d- giant battles and shit like that. And it's like, well, I get it. That these battles were big in the book. When When a giant battle happens in the book, it's not the same as something that happens on screen. Like when a battle happens on screen, it's a... It's just a, no matter how good the fight is, it's a lot of loud noise. It's a lot to deal with. Big action and, sequence, yeah. yeah. Um, but in a book, that action sequence is detailed, so it doesn't feel like a bombardment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That makes total sense. Yeah. Like, and some of them, like, the earlier action sequences and battle scenes are really, I really enjoyed them. And some of the uh, cinematography and choreography combined with the cinematography in the recent seasons, uh, it, it's great. But... I feel like there's starting to be a, a a lack in purpose with a lot of scenes, and they're it it feels like um they're they're pulling punches. We're just pulling some punches on you, man. And I know everything can't be a twist, and I'm not looking for every every season to have this big twist or big <gasps> what the fuck moment. But um, it's just starting to feel like your usual fantasy now. Yeah, because you have your. You have your big villain. You have your Jesus Christ hero character. You have your, you have all that. All that is now set in stone. Yeah, and I, you know, that just may be ultimately what the show is leading up to. But it's it's something that I wasn't interested at the start. So since it's becoming that, I feel like my interest is going down. Yeah, man. Like I don't know. Like I've I've never had an interest to watch it. The only thing that's pushed me to want to watch it is all my friends telling me you should watch this. You should watch this. It's amazing. Seasons one through four are really good. But that's the thing. It's like it's like a big show, like long episodes. There's a lot of seasons. It's like that's a big commitment for me to get into for something I'm not really interested in to begin with. Yeah. You know, um, you know what show I can watch a million times though. I can watch Arrested Development over and over. Yes. And Malcolm in the Middle. I can watch both of those shows on loop. And The Simpsons. All three of those shows. I can watch all of those like on loop. If I could get my own little TV channel that just played The Simpsons, Arrested Development, and Malcolm in the Middle, I'd be a happy boy. I'd have to have a channel that had The Office. Um, probably Robot Chicken. 
And uh, early robot chicken. I don't even know a robot chicken anymore. That was probably more of like middle school, high school, Ryan. I loved it when I was in middle school. Yeah. Looking back at it today, I'm probably like, nah, I'd probably get like, ah, I want to switch this off. <laughs> just uh, just give me some, if if I were to have a station, it would be the office episodes, um, debates, <laughs> live debates, some TED Talks. Uh, I just like conversational videos, just videos with people talking. I don't like watching quote-unquote enter- entertainment stuff that much on YouTube. I, mo- I mainly go for debates or like 30 to 40 minute long discussion videos on certain topics. You don't watch the Vlog Squad? Um, no. Why? I thought you watched it every single day. I'm sorry, Matt. Forgive me for I have sinned. I do not watch the Vlog Squad. Man, this is one of those, exp- uh, we- we've talked about this, like how badly I wish I had a whip that I could whip things with, and it would make the sound, but it wouldn't hurt. So, like, right now, I could whip out a whip, and I could just whoosh, right in the face, but it, but it wouldn't hurt. It would just make the sound. How great would that be, man, just having a whip? So, like, when you tell me something, like, you don't watch Jake and Logan Paul every day, and I get mad, I can pull out my whip and straight up just whoosh, crack you right across the face, and it wouldn't hurt. That'd be so funny. I know. Can someone, can scientists out there, stop wasting your time on, on new medicines and, and technology and stuff. Please just focus on making a whip that doesn't hurt when you get whipped with it, but it still makes the funny whip crack sound. That's all I want, man. That's all I want. What was that? Why'd you do that? I just had a very positive feeling. Oh, okay, cool. Overcome me. I'm glad, dude. Give me a high five for that. Spell, you know what? Let's update this. You left a little voicemail for my mom on last week's episode. Did you, you talk to her about it? Nope. She never said a word about it. <laughs> She texted me the next morning and said, what do you want for your birthday? And that's that's the only, you know, we haven't really talked since then. So The only explanation is that I was right, and she's embarrassed to admit it, and she doesn't want to oh talk about God. it. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying. She's no, like, I right, that is not the explanation. I did get butterflies. I am flattered by Ryan saying I'm an attractive woman. Well, and, I'm sure she's flattered, but. And, you know, I'm I'm honored that Ryan would would do things to me. Oh, Ryan, oh my god, no. Like, buy her a birthday card, dude, for her birthday. I'm not, I'm not. But the term do things to me is so, it's so uh, <laughs> overtly sexual. I could bleep it out so it sounds like I said something worse. Please don't do that. Just leave it, leave it in. <laughs> okay, you're like, no, I don't want. Because if you beep it out, that sounds so bad. And then my mom is going to hear that probably and be like, oh my god, what did he say about me? I don't like these things Ryan's saying about me. At first she was flattered by the little, the little voicemail yeah but but then but then she's be like wow i i take it the butterflies have flown away i i see where ryan's mind is yeah she sees right in the gutter she 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 wants a she wants a, a real man and i'm not that real man i'm just a little boy yeah you're, you're just being profane and my mom doesn't want that man yeah my mom wants someone who can who can be there for her, you know take care of her look different strokes different folks you know ryan if you uh ended up marrying my mother I'd be your stepdad, yeah. You would. and um, You'd have to respect me. <laughs> Imagine that. You're my stepdad now. But you get like a huge like ego about it. And you're like, Matt, you have to. I'm not joking. You have to respect me. Ryan, what? Can we just stay friends, man? Like what? what why are you? I don't know if I could be your friend if you were my stepdad. It would just be such a weird dynamic. Yeah, we'd, we'd have a different relationship. You'd be my stepson. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be your stepson. Yeah. Like legally. I would be your stepson. And you'd have to start looking at me as a stepdad because I make your mom happy. And you have to respect – and you want your mom to be happy. Of course I want my mom to be happy. So if if 
<laughs> for your mom to be happy, could you get used to me being with your mother? For your mother's okay, happiness? Okay, well, like, is that the only way my mom's going to be happy? The only way that I can see. Well, but yeah, but but maybe my mom can see a way she can be happy. That, that doesn't involve marrying you. Yeah, but that's not that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so hypothetically... If, if my mom if, can only be happy in like life. Like, as a joke, I took her out to dinner one day. Just because you joked out about it on the podcast so yeah. much. You're like, oh, what if I actually did it? And then you did it, and you and guys then, fell in love. And she fell in love with me. Um, I mean, I'd want to support my mom, and I want my mom to be happy. But I see you give me that smile over there. <laughs> give me that smile. Like, I want my mom to be happy, but... I... <sighs> okay. I, I, I would I would let I would let okay. you and, yeah, and I would yeah. I would let my mom be happy, but okay. I, I wouldn't be able to talk to you anymore because it would just be too weird for me. Okay. And I probably so wouldn't be able to talk to my mom either. Can I can I say that's your blessing? That is not my blessing, no. Okay. Ryan, you have to earn my blessing for my mother, okay? It's gonna take a while, okay? We're gonna get in one of those big fights where I'm like, You're not even my real dad. <laughs> <gasps> Excuse me. I helped raise you. No, you didn't, Ryan. I met you when I was 19. Yeah, you lived under our roof. No, I didn't. Mine and yours. <laughs> you did help raise me, though, Ryan. Ever since I was a small raised boy. Raised you up. So I can stand on mountains. I raised you up. I don't know any of the other words to that song. Oh. You raised me up so I can stand on mountains. You raised me up. Dude, I just remembered one Christian song I listened to when I was a kid. It was called I'm Not Cool, That's Okay. It went, it went I'm not cool, that's okay. My God loves me anyway. I'm not cool, that's just fine. My God loves me all the time. Oh, I'm not cool, that's okay. It basically went like that. My favorite, one of my favorite things about Christian songs in general is how... Un- uninspired and how much and how low effort the the rhymes are. Yeah, for real. Like man. it's like the first word you the think music of, too. Like it's like uh, um. All I wanna do is pray so I can find my way. Yeah, boom. That's what they would do. It's just super easy to just tag along with a Christian song, and I think that's that's the positive thing about it. You can just easily jump in and. Know exactly what's going on. Actually, you know what? That's probably by design. That's probably the reason they're so simple, and the the music is not intricate or anything, so yeah. people can join in. You know, because if you got this like crazy like Chopin style piece, people aren't going to be like, "How do I, I? I can't. I can't jam to this." But I do have to say, I think uh, uh, Christian Christian rock might be one of the uh, my least favorite genres on this planet. Are you talking I, about the four chord? Christian rock yeah. that all sounds the same with the same guy that always sounds like this. Surrounded by your glory, mm-hmm. when will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Doing I will be gay. <laughs> and I'll stand on a mountain. And I'll kill my only son. And then you'll stop me and make me kill a goat. Uh... And fuck circumcise you. my son. You could only imagine. <laughs> I want to hear a version of that, but it's all like Old Testament stuff about like circumcision and like sacrificing goats and stuff. Back then, imagine someone coming up to a group of people going, hey, this big dude in the sky named God 
told me that I needed to cut the tip of my son's penis off. Like, if someone came, came out today and just was like, hey, I know I seem like a, your average person, your average nobody, but I'm a chosen person. And God says that we have to tattoo um, Jesus' initials on everyone's ball sack. I would not, I wouldn't do it. But it's the same thing as when Abraham was like, hey, I got to cut my son's foreskin off. And you should do it too, because God God says you're not allowed in heaven if you don't cut the tip of your penis off. You know know what like baffles me? But that's Old Testament. Yeah, that's that's Old Testament. But, But what, I think what baffles me about the circumcision thing in the Bible is that he, 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 you know, he, he cut his son's foreskin off and then got more people to do it. And like, convinced like a whole it group be- of people. No. And it became like mainstream millions to this day. It still it. gets done. Millions of people do it. Like he started Uh-oh. a trend, man. He started like, he, like, and, and it's not just any trend where you do something cool. It's like a trend where you're, you're cutting part of your penis. Off. That was like the fidget spinner back in the day. Circumcision like, was. Check out this penis. <laughs> See this? Got a little bit off the top. <laughs> yeah. I had this idea for a sketch where a guy walks into like. Like a circumcision clinic, like a, a barber shop. Yeah, it's like I get a little off the yeah. top. That's funny, I right? I can't remember if you've told that joke before or if I've seen that before. I've told you, I've told okay. you that before. Okay, okay. I feel like a big man now, Ryan. What? Saying that my jokes are just basic? I'm not saying they're basic. I just couldn't remember if you said it before. We're going to make this sketch. It's going to be the the highest budget, like highest quality sketch. It's going to be 10 seconds where a man walks into a circumcision barber shop. Starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Sure. I'd love to get him in it, dude. And Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Who's the one? Who's the barber? Daniel Day-Lewis should be the barber because he looks like if you if you comb him back, he could be yeah. in like a barbershop quartet style type of guy. And then Cuba Gooding Jr. is getting the circumcision. Yeah. And then like in the background at the end, um, he goes, well, man, this looks good. And then you hear a voice. He goes, at least it was better than mine. And it turns around, and it's Heisenberg. <laughs> but does he? And, does, his, and his dick's out, and the, it, just the whole tip is cut off. Okay, okay, yeah, because you, you needed to. You need Half to of reveal. his dick is cut off. <laughs> but it's like that funny cut off thing, you know, in cartoons when like a body part's chopped off, nothing bleeds or anything. Yeah, it's just it's kind just of like cut a, off. it's a stump, and it looks uh, kind of like a steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like you can see like the bone and everything. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny, dude. I, I. Uh, Shit, what was I going to say? Um, something stupid. Yeah, it would definitely something stupid. <laughs> you know there's like legit just circumcision videos on YouTube? Like you can just look up videos of people getting circumcised on YouTube and it's there. Have you ever done that? I've, I've come across them in my, in my browsing, but I've never, uh, I haven't like purposely looked them up, you know. You can, but you can just find, are you looking them up right now? Uh, no, I, I do not want to see that actually. Yeah, it's, there, there are circumcision videos, guys, so go have fun with that today. Oh, go, that was go done to your... me as a little baby. They cut my little dick they, when they, I was a child. They sliced it right off? Whoa, was that conversation stupid or what? I'm Ryan from the distant future of when you were just last listening to whatever we cut into. Um, this is almost the end of the podcast anyways. Almost. I have to get going soon because I have to go get a haircut, like, really soon. And, uh... Sorry for a bit of a shorter podcast this week, guys. I gotta, I gotta go run to to get a to, to meet a hair appointment. But thanks. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. By the way, remember to go to kips.com/supermega if you think you're gonna be balding soon. Okay. Okay. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.